The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work. Today we're going to talk about really bringing your soul to work in an even bigger, bigger way. You know, I've talked to over 8,000 women about their careers over the nearly six years I've been a career coach, and I've been helping souls be lifted through my kick-ass career workshop. I work specifically with professional women in my kick-ass career workshop, and what I found when I was an executive, when I was working on my career, is that the messages of not being enough and not getting where I wanted to be became so internalized that I lost my way and I forgot who I really was or who I really am. And here's the thing. This happens to a lot of people. I do coach some men one-on-one in a smallish type of uh, coaching business, but what I really do is help professional women up-level their souls so that they can up-level their careers because the soul gets beat up and depleted very often in the work world if you don't know how to manage it. You know, if you could if you could just imagine if you lived your life without brushing your teeth. And I think people used to do this 100 years ago or maybe even 200 years ago. They didn't really know how to take care of their teeth. And so their teeth rotted and it was a horrible situation for teeth. But along came some greater knowledge about how to take care of teeth. Along came the entire practice of dentistry. And now most people in the developed world have a morning ritual that includes brushing your teeth and usually a nightly ritual that includes brushing your teeth as well. If you've ever had braces or anything going on with your teeth, you probably maybe brush even more frequently. Certain people brush their teeth more than others, but there's a minimum amount to keep your teeth healthy. And... If you floss, then your teeth are even healthier than just brushing alone. And you're going to avoid some other idiosyncrasies with your mouth. Why am I talking about teeth and brushing and flossing? Because most of us know that that is normal daily hygiene. And if you've raised kids, it's been part of the wonderful way that you've raised them on their daily routines and taking care of themselves and being responsible 
uh, at a very young age. You're teaching kids how to brush their teeth, and this is part of what we do as a human being on the planet. You don't have to teach people how to eat. You might have to teach them what to eat, but you don't have to teach them how to eat. Human beings know how to eat. But there are other aspects of being a human being that we don't inherently have inside of us. We know how to breathe. We know how to eat. Uh, we usually know how to like eliminate our waste. <laughs> and there are other things we know how to talk to others because we are modeled that through our parents or people who raise us. We're modeled how to talk and speak the language and we learn how to interact with people by modeling the behavior of the parents and the people who raised us. The soul sort of has another path because not everyone really knows how to take care of their soul. So what happens if you go to work, your soul probably gets stepped on, pushed aside, crushed down. And what happens is that the emotions that you have at work that you're not allowed to feel become the pressure on your soul. So all the chaos and calamity and deadlines and difficult people and perhaps a mean boss here or there or perhaps a great boss who might look at you a certain way or say something in a meeting that deflated you. All of these aspects get your soul dirty. And if you're not doing your soul hygiene, if you're not brushing your soul back and cleaning it up every day, over time that soul gets so dirty and so messy that it literally robs you of your life force, your internal vitality. And there's some great ways to take care of it. I have over 800 clients who we've worked with in our kick-ass career workshop who've brought their souls back to life. And, you know, some of them get it going for a while and then they forget to brush. There's a bunch of them who keep brushing and then they find out, oh, they didn't floss as much that they could have soul flossing. And so the journey of life requires maintenance. The journey of life requires that we take care of being a human being, not just being a physical human, but being a human being. I'm going to talk about a few of my clients today because using examples and proof of what a life looks like before soul hygiene and after is a really good thing to do. Because so many women who come into our workshop are hoping that they're going to feel a certain way. They're hoping they're going to land their dream job. And they may not really quite trust the process because perhaps no one's ever really taken care of them the way that we do. But I'm going to tell you this. We have figured out, me through my own trial and error, I have figured out how to take care of a soul and how to integrate that into your career. Most of the women who do the work in our workshop tell us they have not felt this good since they were a young person. And many of our clients say they don't feel they've never felt this good. A lot of our women have been in personal development or other type of trainings or coachings even, and they were hoping to feel a certain way, but they never quite got there. 
we do some deep cleaning in our kick-ass career workshop because it's necessary to have some deep cleaning after you've been through a normal bumpy ride of a career. Here's three major areas that are going to get you hung up in your career that are going to suck the life out of your soul. Number one, if you don't know how to handle the stress and anxiety that is part of normal living on top of having a busy career, on top of perhaps being divorced or having kids or other aspects, the layers of life, there could be some severe consequences if you don't know how to manage your nervous system and a stress level and anxiety. That's one. So that level of just work and life pressures could take you down. Number two, having a sudden job loss and not knowing what to do with it. Number three, being stagnant, stuck, bored, uninspired, understimulated. And then there's a lot of layers beneath that. So you might be bored or stuck or stagnant in your in your job and not be having not have career growth right now. And you may think that that's the way it's supposed to be. So you may settle. And when you settle, your soul gets it loses its vitality day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. It loses its vitality. And soon enough, whether it be the the boredom, the stuckness, whether it be the nervous, anxiety, stress level, or whether it be a job loss, when those persist, you begin the dark night of the soul journey into massive self-doubt. You begin to doubt not only yourself, but you begin to doubt the world. If you want to learn more about what we do in my workshop and the work I do as a career coach, I'm going to invite you to go ahead and, and sign up for my master class where I go through the five shifts to bring your soul back to life. It's about a 45-minute training, and in that training, you're going to learn the five shifts that I take our clients through. You're going to take some notes. You're going to learn about those five shifts, and if you'd like to work together, there's going to be an opportunity for you to book a complimentary career clarity call. I'm going to talk about a few of those shifts today on this radio show because the title here today is about being a bigger version of you. It's about the world needing you. It's about you being able to navigate those aspects of what life is going to hand you and to even though to rise above and be a big, bigger version of you. Because the one thing I've learned in talking with over 8,000 women over the years and working with over 800 of them is that a bigger version of you is not only more satisfying for you, but it's also better for all of us in the world. When you're resonating at a higher vibrational level, when you're bringing your soul's vibration up, you have shifted the entire vibration of the planet. And that, to me, is what we as each individual human being are here on earth to do. We are here to be a bigger version of ourselves. We are here to be a big, shiny soul. We are here in the likeness and image of our creator 
to be as much like our creator. And our creator created a universe that has infinite intelligence. This universe that we're in, and I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the dimensions of the universe that we're in. The truest life that you can live is to live a life where your soul is alive and you are the most naturally awesome version of you. It's not through efforting and working so hard that you don't have anything left. It's not through pretending to be someone. It's not through putting up with and settling for something less. It's not through getting a takeout punch of being so stressed out that you get admitted to a hospital for a nervous breakdown. And it's not through deciding that because you just got terminated, fired, laid off, let go, whatever the word is, that you can't handle that level of job. Those are situations. They're not truths about you. They're situations that have to be navigated better. And what I'm going to talk about today are ways for you to navigate those better by using real-world examples of some of the women who I've worked with. These women have all felt the same way that maybe you feel. These women have all faced the challenges of a normal woman in the professional world of the 21st century, where things move quickly, information moves quickly, we're exposed to so much, and we are in the era where our soul wants to be seen and rise above it all. We're in an era of human evolution where the soul's journey is a pretty high priority. We're in an era where we've moved through authoritarian, domineering styles to push other human beings into doing what we want them to do. If you think about history, over the last 100 years, we've been gradually moving into, it's actually been a little bit longer than that, but let's just isolate the last 100 years. Uh, we've been moving gradually into a greater and greater level of human empowerment. And the structures that humans have put in place to create order, to have organized societies, organized companies, organized work, to create value in the world through work, to create value in the world through creating services and products. That world has begun shifting toward human empowerment. My father was an executive in the trucking industry in the 60s and 70s and 80s when the Teamster Union and other powerful entities were controlling the workers and exerting their influence over the companies. And there was a lot of tension, a lot of strife, a lot of corruption. People were killed. People were put into harm's way because the power struggles to control other human beings were very strong. 
And over the years, human empowerment has become more of a societal norm. Over the years, we've continued to root out corruption and disease and humans have have reached for a higher level of being. Now, I'm not saying it's perfect yet. I'm not saying there's zero corruption. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we've we've moved we're moving through it. We're moving through that evolution of humans needing to control others for their own personal gain. We are more collective, collaborative and cooperative than ever before at work. We are more inclusive. We are more accepting of others who have differences. You know, when the United States, which I've lived in all my life, and perhaps you've lived other places, but in the United States, when it was uh, founded, the first 100, 150 years of our country, people from who immigrated from different lands, mostly European, aggregated in neighborhoods. There was the Irish neighborhood, the Polish neighborhood, the German neighborhood, the Italian neighborhood, the Jewish neighborhood. Each sector of humans have aggregated toward their own kind. And in the 50s and 60s, we went through desegregation of the schools and another layer and another movement toward integrating all of us as human beings, regardless of our race, ethnicity, religion. And that has been an ongoing movement. And why am I talking about this when I'm talking about you being more of you in the world and the world needing more of you. Because movements like we're in right now require context. Movements like we're in right now where the soul really desires to come alive and to be happier and more satisfied require context. Most human beings right now want to feel better than they feel. And that is the soul urging growth. So settling in at a job that's not at your level, settling in and being stuck and not having a career move for a while is no longer a satisfactory situation. Being super stressed out and overworked and exhausted is no longer satisfactory. Being fired from a job and feeling like you're not worthy and going backwards in your career is no longer acceptable. And those are the three women I want to really talk about in today's show, how they became more of themselves and what they overcame. Again, if you'd like to hear more about the five ships that we use in our 12-week transformational workshop, you can visit me at mofall.com slash masterclass and attend that free training that I have. It's a 45-minute training where I talk about the five shifts. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how these women used those five shifts and how we helped them lift their souls up and how that can pertain to your story and your situation. I do believe that every human being on this planet existing right now has something more in them that is not fully 
drawn out. And most human beings don't exactly know how to do that. And I'm happy and excited to share with you some of the specific human beings who we've worked with in our workshop who have done that. And what has happened with those, particularly these three women I'm going to talk about, is that their marriages are better. They're better mothers. They're better sisters, family members, siblings. They feel more excited about life. Their souls are alive. So every person they interact with gets a better interaction because they decided to bring their soul back to life. They decided to bring their soul's vibration up. They decided that they were worth more than how they were feeling. They decided to do the work to dive in, to do the brushing and the flossing, if you will. They decided that their soul was worth it. They decided that life could be better. They decided that it was necessary for them to have a better life. They decided that everyone around them was going to get a better version of them and it wasn't just a self-centered journey to become a better version of themselves. They decided that it was going to be their destiny to become a better version of themselves. So let's get into one of these stories. This woman was stuck in her job for five years. Lakeisha came to us, an attorney working in the nonprofit sector, wanting to work on equity and injustices in certain domains of life. So she was working on that in the housing equity zone of this particular nonprofit. Smart woman, young kids at home, rock solid husband, a nice life. But her soul was begging for something more. And here she is at her job, trying to be a, a, a good professional woman trying to be a good team player, trying to play along with the rules, hoping to get ahead and not getting ahead. As a matter of fact, she actually had more work than the other colleagues who did similar work to her and had a lesser title. Not an uncommon situation in the 8,000 women that I have talked to. I would say that nearly every one of them was working harder and was underemployed and underpaid and undertitled compared to their peers or others. So here's Lakeisha hanging out in this job for five years. Her, her full story is on my website if you want to go to my website. That's mofall.com and you can click on videos. And you might be able to search Lakeisha and find her, her interview. Here she is wanting something more, not knowing how, not knowing if it's possible, not knowing if she's being selfish and self-centered to want more, not knowing if it's proper and right. Because she was raised to play by the rules. She was raised to be a, a, a good girl and a, and, a, and a good citizen in the world. And she's an attorney with a passion on her heart for doing more and being more in the world. 
And I would say most of the women who we work with feel that they're not supposed to be bigger. They feel that for some reason they've been told to kind of keep quiet, stay in the background, don't be too big for your britches. And Lakeisha was about the same. She was told all of those nice play-by-the-rules type of things in her upbringing. And so when we talked on her clarity call, and you can book a complimentary clarity call with us by going to mofall.com slash give me clarity. We'll spend 45 minutes to an hour with you talking about your career and what's possible. When I spoke to Lakeisha, I asked her what her dream was and what she wanted to do. And she wanted to play at a bigger level. She wanted to make more money for her family and her future. And she wanted to really leverage the fact that she's a kick-ass, awesome attorney, and she wants to make a difference in the world. And you know what? Just admitting that that's what was on her heart helped lift her up to appreciating, understanding that that was possible for her. And when I explained to her what we do in our workshop and how it is possible and the process we go through, she was eager and ready because she knew that if she didn't take her life in her own hands, if she didn't get behind the driver's wheel of her life and her career, there was no one else who was going to do it. No one else. I had the pleasure of meeting her in person around week three of the time she was in the workshop with us in the 12 weeks. And she leaned over to me and she said, you know what? This is really great. I'm a better mom already. I feel so much more alive already. I feel myself again. And she said to me, if I get a new job or if I don't, that's okay. I just feel awesome. Well, she was just getting started, and each week, another layer of building her up, showing her a career path, getting some strategies going for jobs that met what she wants to do and what she brings to the table, up-leveling, am I really worth it? Could I really have this job? Is this something I really am ready to do? And she moved through her self-doubt through our great coaching and through our process that we have, And she was able to interview for some jobs. And as I recall it, I think there was a job that she didn't get. And then she just kept interviewing and applying for jobs that were totally exciting for her. And she landed a perfect, beautiful job at around week eight. Having spoken to her a few few months ago, probably, uh, she still can't believe how awesome her new job is and what a great opportunity is for her. She's leveraging all that she is and all that she brings to the table because she brought her soul's vibration up. She's a better mom, a better wife. And she's really enjoying life at a different level. And you know what? I know she's been able to navigate the difficulties of this year better because of the tools, techniques, and the level of her soul brightness in the world. That's just one example of how to be more because the world needs you and the world is a better place because Lakeisha did that work. I'm going to talk about a few more examples in the second half of the show. Join me for that second half while I talk about Nadia and Christy. This is Coach Mo Fall, mofall.com. See you in a second. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. 
And we are talking specifically today about bringing your soul to work and bringing your soul alive. And I opened the first half of this show talking about brushing and flossing your teeth because I want you to appreciate and understand that your soul needs at least that much attention that your teeth get. Your soul needs at least some daily brushing and daily flossing, perhaps twice a day. Your soul is the life force within you. Those teeth don't have a fighting chance if that soul is depleted. And as a matter of fact, those teeth might start showing you that your soul is depleted because your body is going to speak to you eventually if you don't listen to your soul. Like these women who I'm going to talk about in the second half of this show, your body is the last resort for your soul to try to get your attention. Your first indicator is that little nudge and that little hint inside, that little whisper that says there's something better for you. There's something more you can do. You don't have to stay here. And as a human being, your rational brain usually overrides all of that and tells it to shut up. I can't quit this job. My family needs my income. I have flexibility here. As if it's the only job on the planet. So many times when I talk to women on our complimentary clarity calls, their rational brain has convinced them that there's no other options. Their rational brain has convinced them that there's nothing better than this. The benefits are good. Aren't there other companies with benefits? Aren't there other companies who have better and greater jobs and perhaps even better bosses? Perhaps there's other companies that have other advantages of the work that you could do. But yet, our rational, logical brain overrides our soul over and over in our life. The rational, logical brain tries to kill our divine spirit because we get scared. And when we get scared and don't know what to do with it, that fear will turn into rationalization, fake logic, self-lies, self-doubt. There's been a lot of psychological studies that have been done on this. Most people think that they're self-reflective. 95% of the population surveyed in a particular study thought that they were self-reflective and growing as a human being. And when the researchers asked questions, not only of that individual, but also of people who know them, that individual's idea of themselves started to break down because they found out that somewhere between 10 and 15% of people are self-reflective and growing. So 80% of us are lying to ourselves every single day. And the reason why we're doing that is because we've shut down the divine whisper and we've turned it into lies, rationalizations, and being over-analytical and over-logical about the inner whisper and the inner nudges. The example I used and the beautiful client, Lakeisha, who I spoke about at the first half of the show, knew there was something more for her. Deep down, she wanted it, but she didn't know how to get it. And she was scared she was wrong. 
She was scared she was being selfish. She was scared that it wasn't true. She began believing that she wasn't worth more, that she couldn't do more. She began believing that that was going to be it for her. And at the age of 41, that's a pretty darn bad conclusion to get when you have 20 plus more years to work. So now she's off to the races with a beautiful job, fantastic glowing soul, and so much more ahead of her in an organization that she's just going to be able to soar. Maybe for years and years, maybe for just another year, and there will be another beautiful opportunity for her as she continues to grow. Our soul, once it's on the path of growth and once you learn the techniques to keep your soul alive and thriving, you can't go backwards. Now, you might have stumbling and obstacles to overcome, but you can't go back. Our client, Nadia, was a great example of what happens with a lot of women in key roles. She was in a key role. She was developing a business-to-business app. Actually, I think it was business-to-consumer app. And she was a high-achieving Got a lot of recognition for the app. Worked hard. She worked for a punishing boss in a somewhat toxic environment. To the point where she worked so many hours and did so much that she eventually broke down. She had a nervous breakdown because she just didn't know what else to do except to answer the fact that she needed to work harder and do more. Now, you know, there's a big part, shame on that organization. But as human beings in a work world, we're sort of stuck, aren't we? We want to keep working. We want to like our work. We sometimes and oftentimes like our coworkers, and that feels sort of good, and we like our paycheck, and it's sort of okay. But at a critical juncture, Nadia's nervous system gave out. Her nervous system gave out because, unfortunately, she didn't know how to answer the beckon of her soul. And she didn't know how to navigate to the next level of work for herself. She didn't know. She didn't know how to dig herself out of the trap that she got in by being good at what she does responding to a demanding boss, doing everything it took to keep things going. And as a relatively newly divorced mother of three, she felt she was on the ropes and so beaten down by that life event and the work environment. She didn't know she had a choice. But when she was in the hospital, and her doctor challenged her whether she was going to keep being able to live like that. She realized she needed help. Lying in the hospital, questioning her life, she scrolled through the Internet. She found my ad. She clicked on it. She watched my webinar. And she booked her career clarity call. 
In that call, we were able to help her really see what had gone wrong and that she really needed to fix it. Otherwise, her life was going to look pretty bleak. Feeling that there was no other option before, she chose a really hard path of overwork and exhaustion. But when we began working with her and showing her her soul and who she truly is, yes, the the intellect tried to say, no, that's not really true. I'm not really that awesome. I'm not really that great. The intellect will try to do that. It'll try to fake us out. You're not really a soul. You're not really awesome. Because all the lies we've been telling ourselves for decades overpower this soul. I don't know exactly why it's put together that way, but that is what the human experience is now. That the soul, if it's not nurtured, if it's not brought to life, if it's not shiny and bright, the intellect will override it. And the negative circumstances in our lives will tell us that we're not worthy, that we can't do it. And our brain will imprison our soul. That intellect is a really great tool when it comes to figuring out puzzles and doing good at, at, at schoolwork and filling out forms. <laughs> the brain is good. But most of the time, especially as we become more mature adults, the brain is getting in our way of our true essence of our soul's power. The brain tries to outmaneuver the soul because of fear. And Nadia started to understand who she is and what she's all about. She began to see that what she's done in her career was worth so much more than the level she was at in her current job and the pay she was at in her current job. She began to see that a bigger, bolder career for her meant doing some things and getting involved in some opportunities that she's never done before, stretching outside her comfort zone, becoming more, taking on greater responsibility without feeling like it was going to be the exact thing that pushed her over the edge of the death cliff. You know, when you're barely surviving at a job, you can't possibly imagine a higher level job being easier. You can't. There's not a single woman I've ever coached over the 800 plus women that I've coached who have said, yeah, yeah, you know, being a manager really sucks. That director job looks pretty tasty to me. Usually, again, the intellect gets in the way. The over analytical brain gets in the way and says, if you can't handle being a manager, you're never going to handle being a director. Are you kidding? And you convince yourself that that fear brain is right. Especially if that director that you report to is a jerk and can't handle themselves and complains all the time and is a dysfunctional human being. You're going to be really certain that that director job is not for you. And you're going to lock yourself in to being a manager and thinking that there's nothing more for you. Now, it's okay if you're a manager. I get it. It's fine. Most people want to move up. Most people want to make more money. Most people want to make a greater contribution. Because the soul wants more. It's the natural state of our human existence to want more. It's how we're created. 
I want to break that down for you a little bit so you understand the universal law. We live in a universe that was put together in such a beautiful way that it's always expanding. It's always moving. Always. The only constant is change. That is how the universal law is. There is no such thing as no change. There is no such thing as really stability. Everything is moving all the time. And that energetic truth means that your soul wants to keep pace with the expansion and it wants to expand and it will ask you for expansion. It will ask you for more. Did you ever wonder why everything gets innovated? Did you ever wonder why things change, why things evolve? Did you ever wonder why we had CDs to play music and then all of a sudden they weren't really good enough for us? Why is that? It's because the human condition is one of expansion and innovation and developing better and developing more. It's who we are as humans. It's the experience of being a human being on this planet is expansion and moreness. And when you don't heed the call of more, you may have a nervous system breakdown like Nadia did. Or you may, like Lakeisha, feel so stuck that you so doubt yourself and you're not even sure that you could do more. But your soul still craves it. Your soul still wants it. So Nadia, once we got her resume and LinkedIn all tooled up and freshened up to shiny version of her, started applying for jobs that weren't that big of a growth for her. Because she just wanted just a little bit of expansion, a little bit of more. And what she kept getting back from people who wanted to hire her is, you know, you're a little bit more than what we want, but if you're willing to take this job, we'll be, we'd love to have you. And the jobs weren't paying what her dream salary was. If she wasn't coached, she would have thought that that meant that she can't do it and she's not ready to up-level. But since she was coached, we showed her what was truly going on, that she wasn't applying for big enough jobs. She was getting the feedback that she was more than what they were looking for. And the feedback was that she wasn't going to be making the salary that she wanted. That is feedback that says this isn't a big enough role for you. So because she's coached, we were able to move her through that next layer of self-doubt. And at the age of 40, she landed her biggest job ever. And we've continued to work with her, and she was able to up-level a year and a half or so later after that dream job started having some shifts based on change in ownership, change in strategy. And she was maneuvering herself pretty well in the organization as it was making changes and making the moves. But you know what? It wasn't feeling right, and it wasn't feeling like the greatest fit yet. Had she not been coached, 
more than likely she would have stayed there, becoming a pawn in how other people wanted her to be in a certain role. But since she was coached, she actually did another up-level. Pretty amazing career trajectory since we met her. Now she's running half marathons and marathons. Her son enlisted in the Navy. And even though she was scared and worried about that, she realized that as the best mother she can be to empower her son and have him be all that he wants to be in the world. And as a role model now for her daughter and son still at home, she works hard, she enjoys life, she honors her value, and she's navigating yet another potential increase with her current company that was just bought out as well. You see, nothing stays the same. So your ability to be more of a, a, more of a version of you means that you're going to be able to navigate this constant change. You're going to be able to navigate when things go differently. You're going to be able to navigate the expansion and the change that happens in the world. With those types of tools, with those types of abilities, you're in the world. You're in the flow. You're in your expansion. You know who you are. You're able to make choices and see things and do things and be things and expand and articulate and communicate and maneuver in ways that always benefit your higher you. And that's what we do in our 12-week transformational workshop. We help women become that version of themselves. And if you're just tuning in, I'd love to help you understand better how that goes. I'd love you to join in on our free training, which you can find at mofall.com slash masterclass. And my name is mofall, F as in Frank, A-U-L dot com slash masterclass to sign up for my free training. It's 45 minutes going through five shifts that you must make to bring your soul to work. It's the foundation and the basis of what we do in our 12-week transformational workshop. If you like what you hear and you think there's really some exciting things that we can help you with, we'd love to talk to you. We'd love to talk to you and help you break down your career issues and what's going on and the challenges you may be having in navigating your more. And you can book that call at mofall.com slash give me clarity. We do the complimentary career clarity call for any professional woman who wants to discuss their career with us. And if we can help you in our workshop and if there's the right fit, it's not always the way it is. Like I said earlier, we've spoken to over 8,000 women and we've had 800 or so in our workshop. We hope to have helped lift up over 200 women this year. It's been a challenging year for sure. But I'm going to tell you something. The women who now know how to take care of their soul, those 800 women with all the tools they need to lift their soul and handle challenges are living this year better than ever. They're heroes in their lives because they know how to be the best version of themselves. Your soul is the best part of you. Your soul 
is the vitality and life force that makes you unique and it allows you to be the most natural, beautiful life force expression of who you are. It doesn't come with an owner's manual. But my long career of lesson after lesson helped show me and point me in this direction. And I was able to create and craft a formula to help others bring their soul's vibration up and to apply that into their career and into the work and contribution that they make in the world. And it's a beautiful thing. Christy was one example of someone who lost her job suddenly. She was blindsided by a job loss. She was working in uh, business development for a company that sells training. And she had some visionary ideas about ways that they could grow the company and enhance what they do. And she was having discussions with the executives about this and was teeing up a special committee and task force that was going to be charged with this special way to develop the business and grow things. Technically, she had an admin assistant job title. But as a college-educated woman who had played in different other arenas and different organizations, she was a, a thinker, she was strategic, and she knows how to communicate really well. Things were going so well in this new opportunity that they were creating. Her name was on it. All systems were go. She had hired her replacement, and at the last minute, they terminated her. What in the world is that? She was blindsided, tricked, deceived. It was horrible. Within that month, her father had a stroke, and she was able to be at his bedside at the hospital supporting her mom and being with her sister as they helped nurture her dad back to life. Seems like a blessing, seems like a miracle in disguise. And when she and I met, it was over a month since she lost her job and she was really tenuous about who she was and what she was going to be capable of doing. And with the conflict of her father and mother perhaps needing her, she wasn't even sure if she could get back in the workforce in any productive way. And since she was doubting herself so profoundly, it seemed bleak what she might be able to do next. In her case, when I spoke to her on her clarity call, I knew exactly what to do to help her. I knew exactly what it looked like on the other end of her decision to say yes to herself, come into the workshop and really own who she is. But she had to work through the job trauma, the job loss, being deceived and treated poorly. That was embedded in her. And she was questioning herself at such a deep level because of it. And then she sort of felt like she owed it to her parents to be there. And now she had this conflict. But she needed to work and wanted to work. She and her husband were used to a certain level of income and lifestyle, mortgage payments, etc. When she joined the workshop, her husband said, this is exactly what you need to support what you need to be in the world. Because, honey, I can't help you fix that but I want you to be the version of you that I married. And Christy got into the workshop with some self-doubt for sure, questioning whether this was going to work for her. And she got to work step by step. And you know what? She resisted some of the steps. 
and her full interviews on my website also at mofall.com. You can search her under the videos. She doubted some of the steps as she doubted herself, but she kept leaning back into the coaching. She kept using what we have as our proven formula. She kept coming back into the process and she got on fire about who she is and what she knows how to do. And she wanted to make an organization better and she wanted to contribute and grow an organization. And she started networking and talking to people. She was on the verge of taking a job that she thought was okay, but it wasn't all that she wanted to be. And on the verge of taking that job, another opportunity crystallized for her. And she's living her truth in a beautiful job for a company that she's making a great difference. And she's working directly with the CEO, best boss she's ever had. And she's thriving. And she and her husband are happier than ever. And she's having the life that she's always wanted. And she's able to go visit her mom and dad whenever she can. And now, of course, in this time and age, maybe it's not as often as she wants but she's living her truth and she's being powerful and she's being a bigger version of herself in the world. More is better for the soul. And Lakeisha and Nadia and Christie's examples of what you can do and be in this world, even if you're stuck, even if you've had a nervous breakdown, and even if you've been fired unexpectedly, the job trauma that your soul has undergone can always be fixed by the right people. We're experts in this. We know exactly how to lift souls up and weave them into powerful career moves so that you can have the life that you want, the dreams that you want, and navigate a better version of you. The world needs you to be a more powerful version of you. Won't you come alive? Won't you come alive and bring your soul to work? This is Coach Mo Fall, founder and creator of the Kick-Ass Career Workshop. Come find out more at mofall.com slash masterclass. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Debbie Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.